Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by Ali Ross, fresh from uh, Moldova. He'd been there with the Tartan Army, the Suns TV columnist, and he had a few tales of meeting the players, watching yeah. a bit of Moldovan TV. And beer's cheap in Moldova. It certainly is. Um, we also spoke to the St Albans City goalkeeper. They were the giant killers of um, F- um, Forest Green Rovers recently. Michael Johnson joined us. He's looking for his Inter Milan towel. Lucky towel. Yeah. Lucky towel, that's right. We had some uh, Clips of the Week pewter from 2007. Oh, we took yes. you back to 2007 uh, for some of those. And we had a chat about various things, including Andy's trips to a little naturist camp back in the day. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> try and get that out of your head this evening. Yeah. That's all to come. Here it is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. I would have congratulated Australia, but that was the least deserved World Cup win in sporting history. Honestly, all they did was one, two tosses. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I can't believe the quotes from them after the match and the celebrations. Oh, we've come together, this brother. You think, come on. Not one of you could say, well, actually, we were a bit lucky we won the toss in the semi final and the final. Had, you, had they lost the toss, I don't doubt for a minute that New Zealand would have won that. And the, the England team and the Australian team, as it's been reported, have to travel to Australia on the same plane when mm. obviously the Australians will be getting the trophy out. What I'd do is if I was the England team is I'd simultaneously all get coins. When they start getting the trophy out, all together, all 20 of you just go Dong, like that and toss a coin. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, nice. show. That might look a, that might look a touch bitter. It might look like sour grapes <laughs> considering they lost the toss and the semi-final. What a England's terrible World Cup it was, really, honestly. I mean, you know, from somebody who loves cricket, I thought yeah. it was Absolutely hopeless. Tournament. Yeah, it lacked atmosphere and uh, it lacked and the, everything. The, I mean, it was just we may know. come on to this later on. The in, in the in the closing stages in the Super Twelve section, all the big sides were in there. Mm. There was only one game that, where the team that batted that was uh, batted first won. And uh, and that was Scotland versus New Zealand, which, with respect, yeah, was not yeah, a contest yes, to start with. Still, all of it was better than England Australia. I couldn't believe it. I watched the this rugby. is the rugby, Andy. You just watch it. And you just think any danger of any rugby? 
It was such a poor game. Mm. Yeah, they won, but, I mean, it was just dull, really dull. Okay. I gather that the uh, New Zealand-Ireland game was a good game, which I didn't see. Which very yeah, so I'm sure the highlights of that. But, uh, yeah, well, there you go. Photos of, talking of Eddie Jones, there are photos of Emma Raducanu opening cards and a cake for her 19th birthday. Eddie's not happy. Yeah. How dare she celebrate her own birthday? <laughs> yeah. That shows she's gone Being right dist- off the rails. Distracted by cards and cakes. <laughs> yeah, you just see him Put the cake down. Get on the court. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Most oh, certainly, he's, he's got his cough still. Bang him on the back. No, no, it's bad, isn't it? And uh, some bloke wrote to the star today, and he thinks that Russ Bray makes Sean Dyche sound like Charlotte Church, which is a strange <laughs> comparison. Yeah. It's a I nice comparison. It'd be great to have a throat off, though, wouldn't it? Really, between Russ and Don't Sean. I think Sean's probably got. Better. I mean, Russ and Sean have got better things to 180. do. One hundred and eighty to bring them together. For it's a job, by the maybe, way. Maybe. No, I think I think Russ is definitely more. You think so, yeah, yeah. Russell? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got A couple it. of things to get you involved <laughs> in this afternoon. Um, the first one, we're going to play you something now. We're going to play you a little bit of uh, audio. We're going to take you back to the uh, year 2000. Have we got it? We're ready to rock. It's the film, Castaway, because... Yes. never, I have not seen it. You have not seen it. It's, uh, it's very good. Uh, Tom Hanks, of course, a man stuck on a desert island. And um, this is because the volleyball, Wilson, uh, his great friend... A sold auction, and at the end of the film, a very moving scene when he swims to his raft, and and mm. then Wilson falls off the raft, and he tries to get Wilson back. They become so attached. Uh, a volleyball. That's not just a ball. He's been on a desert <laughs> island. Watch the film before you start saying it's just a ball. For people who've watched this film, they have a lump in their throat. Now listen to this when he tries to swim after Wilson. You remember this, folks? Wilson. Wilson. I'm sorry! I'm sorry, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Wilson! I can't! Wilson! Actually, that wasn't from the film. That was Callum Wilson's agent chatting at Callum when he sold him to Newcastle. Of course not. Of course not. That's all worked out. Sounded like Russ well, Bray, actually. So, um, <laughs> Russ, 180. Anyway, um, the reason we bring this up, it went for huge money. Wilson, the volleyball, the actual one they used in the film, grass for hair, of course, blood for a face, um, uh, sold... And they thought it was going to fetch £60,000 and right. it sold for £230,000. One of the lot of money. most expensive bits of film memorabilia uh, ever. It's uh, What about that? And Wilson, the company, um, they do actually sell volleyballs with the face uh, painted, the kind of mocked-up blood face, for 20 quid. if anybody wants to go out. Better value, and, I'd Yeah, wants to go out and buy one. <laughs> but the reason we bring this up is sometimes non-sporting items is kind of sporting non-sporting. And um, one, the other one that came to mind was uh, the Ian Faith, the manager, Tony Hendra in Spinal Tap. Uh, he carries a cricket bat around. Kind mm. of, he says it's always good to have a sturdy piece of wood, of course, uh, when you're in the world of uh, music management. <laughs> so sometimes you do have kind of sporting, non-sporting items, mm. whether it's in the movies or elsewhere. But um, maybe it's stuff that uh, non-sporting items or sporting items you're using for non-sporting reasons. We've touched on that in the past, but we'll open it up. Um, so if you've got any more, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And it just struck me, Andy, um, mm. 10 days from the sack to a new job, 
is quite rapid, isn't it? It's, it's almost impressive. a record, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, let's ask the listeners because, you know, it's, I don't mean you gave up a job and, you know, oh, I packed up my job on Friday. I haven't had one lined up for Monday. I went to my new job. No, that's no good. You had to be sacked. You had to be sacked. properly at the, the right form for Monday. P45 sacked. How quickly you got back in employment. It may have been hours. Dean, Dean may have been luxuriating in your eyes. I don't know. But do let us know. Uh, yeah, Dean Smith, back in 10 days from Villa to Norwich. Uh, as long as you've got a little humourable or interesting story attached to your quick return to employment, talksport.com, text 8 to 89, or tweet to TSH&J. Uh, anything else, Andy? Yeah, you see this, this uh, listener that's taking me to task. He Over says what? Australia. He said... Uh, I'm moaning about Australia winning the World Cup by winning the toss. At least they actually won the match and not drawing a cricket World Cup and calling yourself champions. Well, not really, because they won the Super Over. That's the rules of the competition. So it doesn't really count that, does it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From the court circular, this is one that came, uh, the Duke of Kent was present this evening at the British uh, Legion Festival of Remembrance at the Royal Albert Hall because he thought it was that ATP tournament that used to take place there at the end yeah. of the season. <laughs> he probably thought, yeah. <laughs> Where's what, the tennis? That's no, no net up. <laughs> Something's gone badly wrong. That's it, yeah. It was the World Scotch Pie Championship judging took place at Dunfermline. For some reason, the results don't come out till January. It's a lot of judging. Wow, it? that's a lot of judging. That's a lot of pies to me. If it takes that long, I suppose they have a break I over know. Christmas. You can't be. In. You see, um, they're, they're saying that Ziesch could be uh, going on loan in January. What's that? What? I thought he looked a good player for Ajax. It's not quite. Yeah, happened, it's not it, quite happened. Every Chelsea. time he's played quite well, he gets injured. Uh, the manager likes him. We'll see what happens. So, you know, it's a lot. Rumours and things that are being, you know, that may not or may happen. We'll see. Generally, January, not a lot happens. I think maybe this year with Newcastle in the market, Spurs looking for some players. I think maybe there'll be some stuff. Who knows? Um, what was I going to say? Where was that thing that I was looking for? 
Oh, yeah, it was a brilliant... <laughs> this is uh, some of the texts that people write about football to the start are fascinating. Mm. Uh, this bloke, anonymous, and I'm not surprised he didn't give his name. He said, instead of football managers being sacked, why doesn't the manager sack those who can't score a goal? Job done. You think it's so thick, aren't they, These people. <laughs> I mean, surely it's, you can realise it's much easier to get rid of one person than it is to get rid of. 25. Yes. That'll be yeah. the reason. I don't think there's a great deal of logic in, in, in those letters. And I wouldn't deconstruct them and look for logic in them because, you know, they're, they're text to a tabloid newspaper. No one gives them a great deal of thought before they send them. Here's another one. I've said for a long time, football's a silly old game, says another anon. Right from the start of these ridiculous goal-scoring celebrations, now what's the point of any new manager signing a contract for more than one season? Well, so they get paid off when they get sacked, you that's moving. That was close. They're moving round quite a lot there. Wasn't he talking about goal celebrations oh, no, at the start? Of that? Yeah, very impressive. As I said, I think you're reading a bit too much. Well, I like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lovely "What about the nurses?" letter in the Sun today, though, yes, related okay. to Paul Pogba. Yes, Just indeed. how much money is enough for these pampered, egotistical Premier League players? They should yeah. visit a hospital and see what nurses have. You know, that that letter's been being written every, ever since we've done this show. People yeah. are saying the same thing. Sure. Never well, they, quite happens. Some might it? say they've got a point. Well, they have got a point. This, but the point right. ma- making the point, is there? You, know, it's like you might as well say the same thing about, you know, Tom Cruise earning a fortune from films, you know. Do you want to know something about Gareth Bale? <clears throat> Yes. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you anyway, Good. so I, I, I wasn't expecting you to think about it mm. for that long. He can't sing, apparently. Oh, well, fair He enough. can do everything. He's a great golfer. He's a wonderful footballer. Apparently, he's a fine dad and husband. But Joe Ledley, who I think is retired, isn't he? Didn't I read the day that he's retired mm. uh, from uh, today? He says, um, he says he can't sing. That's the one thing. And um, he is no uh, Charlotte Church or Catherine Jenkins, uh, apparently. He's got everything bar <laughs> a voice, <laughs> says Joe. That's the second mention for Charlotte. Church on stage and it, show. it does. <laughs> Even Robert Earnshaw um, yes. said, who played with him, he said, I can't remember what he sang because they had to do the initiation, you know. Mm. And Ernie says, I can't, I can't remember what he sang, but I know he was average and we were booing him afterwards. Oh, well. so, He's a great footballer. He can do, yes. I mean, it is difficult, isn't it? When they go along the line, I wonder mm. how Because once the players watch the, watch the footage back of themselves singing the anthem, because, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of countries do. Gareth wants them all the, to sing the anthem. The best thing is to mime to it. That is the best thing. Really? Because no one can tell you're not singing, and you don't so get you terrible... So you church, is it? Well, <laughs> well, I don't, obviously. No, but, you know, that sort of thing, you know. But, yeah. No, no, you know. Did so you did you uh, mime at your bar mitzvah? Did you? That's quite, that's quite <laughs> difficult, isn't it? That's a solo, isn't it? <coughs> it is. That's a solo. I yeah, need some. I did it in world record time. That was the thing. I was so nervous. Did you really? You're up I against the clock. Was just, Ron Pickering there? Well, I just stared. Apparently, just stared at the clock at the back of the hall. Yeah. And said it. Things should have taken about fifteen minutes. I think I did it in about three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. I know. Did you get the bell on the last <laughs> lap? Did you? <laughs> Um, so, yes, he can't sing. I, that was the, the crux. But it must be, mm. as you say, you think miming it is the way to go then. But I do, yeah. I love it. The Italians are the great for that, when they all kind of clutch each other mm. very tightly. It's a great they, anthem. They really belt it out, don't they? Yeah. Properly belt it's, it out. With, I mean, it, it's a... It's a um, can I use the word gusto? I've used expunged. <laughs> they belt it out with gusto, and you can't mm. really belt out God Save the Queen. It's not a gusto sort of... No, it's not. Now, that's why I call gusto. It wouldn't no, be on that album. You can do it with... You know, passion. You can do it you, to an extent. To an extent, yeah. it's, a, it's. I mean, with you know, it, I'm, I'm a proudly British, but it's a dirge. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's like, it's like a dirge. It. Well, it is. Thank, I it's like thankfully to short, it out but it's no. The, the Italian national anthem, uh, of course, oh, yeah. is called Rom Pompey Pom, 
And um, that, that's, you know, that's, that is the best, that, followed by the Brazilian. That's gusto for you. Brazilian is incredible. Don't say gusto for you. You're about I to was, aren't you? No, actually, okay. I was about to say that uh, there could be a 15, there could be 15% less turkeys this Christmas, which to be fair, isn't really a turkey shortage, although they're trying to persuade us. So can you stop stockpiling frozen ones? People apparently have been raising yeah, I've heard supermarkets and uh, basically... Everybody's got a spare butter ball in their freezer. How many turkeys do you need at Christmas? You never know. You never know. know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Scotland are in the playoffs, um, but there is stuff to play for. They had a great victory against Oliver um, on Friday. Uh, Excellent goals from Patterson and uh, Adams. And Ali Ross was there, Tartan Army foot soldier, the Suns uh, TV columnist. Hi, Ali. Lovely to see you. Yeah, what I thought they I thought Scotland played some lovely stuff. I mean, there were some hairy moments. They had the pen and one or two key yeah. saves that Craig Gordon had to make. But generally, they did knock the ball around really well. And the build-up to the, the to the second goal, the back heel and stuff, was excellent. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't able to see any of that from where I was sitting. Oh, really? <laughs> you, you always find out about these things after. <laughs> what about that second goal? Well, what, what was the issue then? Was it a I restricted was, view? I was up the other end because mm. I'd, I'd bought tickets mm. off a Moldovan website, ah. ah, which luckily were for the football. Yeah, not, not a Michael Bolton concert. Right, <laughs> um, but it, it, it's just hard mm. to to see up the other end of the pitch. Uh, I, I was aware something good was going on. Yeah, and uh, jumped about, obviously when it went in. Mm. But yeah, not not the greatest view I've ever had. How many were there from the time? It looked like a decent turn. There were twelve hundred souls in right. total. <laughs> Make it sound like they went down on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which in you many often ways. do. <laughs> <laughs> For once, not this time. You were not buoyant. This time, no. you, you veered to the right of the iceberg. We on this sail occasion. into history. Yes, Sean Connery. It was there. no, but with uh, Patterson especially, he, he looks a player, player, isn't he? You kind of feel, you know, with respect. Have you got him lined up to replace Emerson? Royal? <laughs> well, there'll they'll, they'll be demand for a player like that. I don't think he'll be coming to us. I think he may have bigger fish to fry, but he um, he looks a player. It's years old he's, yeah. he's on his way down to England I would imagine very soon possibly mm. even following his ex-boss but I, I don't know Yeah. but I hope he does come down here because he yeah. will learn his I was trade. pleased Billy Gilmore got a game I was being yeah. 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 worried about it he's very good on the ball yeah. he look, he looks he's, a they good target him right from the word go the Moldovans mm. they were well, they know he's good, even if yeah. Daniel Fox didn't. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Uh, Paul, another, Paul's first question to you was, how much was the beer? <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Very telling, that. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. How much yeah. a pint? 80 you go, pence a pint. 80, well, this is why I asked pence. the question, because I, I knew he wasn't going to say I know, you'll be going there for the weekend, a gentleman's. <laughs> Eight pounds, and uh, you're, not a beer, you're not a beer drinker, I can't. are you? I, I can't. I'm celiac, so I can only drink the gluten-free stuff. Right. But there was a lot of it going down. Yes. What, uh, ATP a pint? You, you were in the Moldovan the, wine. That was yes. nice. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. That's good. Did the job. Is there anybody you'd favour in the playoffs, uh, Ali? Who would you, who'd you uh, like to draw? Who would you like to avoid? Because there can be some pretty good not sides. Not Portugal, I think. Well, yeah, at least you you'd might. get a trip to Lisbon out of it. Wow, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Never been to see, Lisbon to see Scotland. That's about right? four, four quid a pint. Yeah, it's that good from your point. It's not 80 pence territory, is it? Really, try and build it around the price of a pint. <laughs> Let's see where you could end up. Switzerland's not cheap. You don't want to go there. Sweden. Sweden. Oh, Forget it. 30 <laughs> quid a pint. <laughs> the, then you could be in Finland, about 35 quid a pint. Yeah. Um, uh, Wales. Well, that's the going, that's the going right. You know, yeah, that's can they draw Wales, Wales, No, I, I don't think they can. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if he's an open drawer or not. Uh, well, no, it's a seeded. It's a seeded draw. On the scene, well, I think Wales are seeded. If, we, we are yeah. on the cusp. You're on the we cusp need to get something out of tonight's yeah. game 
because uh, we're in danger of falling into unseeded. Yeah. And ideally, you'd be seeded and you'd get North Macedonia at home. Yeah, about a quid a pint, I'm guessing. Point, I don't yeah. know that often, I'm just guessing. What, in Glasgow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, uh, Poland. Well, I yeah. say no more. That'd be a good trip, though. Um, yeah, Russia, potentially. No chance. Don't want to go back there. Thanks very much. <laughs> and looking forward to next uh, November, how much is beer a pint in Doha? Do they well, have I, beer? I, I, I don't know, probably in the Finland envelope, <laughs> if you can find it. <laughs> Turkey. That, yeah, that's a possibility for you. And, yeah, so, so I mean... We, 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 we could end up with in Italy and Netherlands. Cases, I know they do have beer in Doha. Yes, they do, but case. I mean, I don't quite know what the rules are going to be. Where we have to go on to um, <laughs> offshore um, ships It's to an have important a consideration, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a yeah, massive yeah. one for the time. Apparently, I think you, there are going to be bars. I there, think. Yeah, that's yeah. right. A um, <laughs> couple of things. Uh, Jack Hendry, Scotland's very own. Uh, you, I saw a lovely picture of you. He's positively <laughs> beaming to be in your... He meets a couple of members of the Tartan Army, including Ali. Wow, he was made up to see us. Give you the full conversation. Jack, would you uh, mind uh, having a picture? <laughs> and he went, I'm late. <laughs> right. S- stopped his tracks for half a second, got the picture, and he was off. Yeah, he put absolutely zero effort into the picture. He looked he, like you, were, you had an element gunpoint. Yeah, <laughs> we're holding this guy hostage. If you want a bit of effort, go to John McGinn. Yes. He goes to town, asks you when you come from, you know, and wishes you all the best. Well, that's the way to treat. It These is, people have yeah. paid a lot of money, Jack, to watch you, and they have for many years. So, you know, what does it take? A couple of seconds to have a chat with the boys. <laughs> I'm sure good, he had he his had reasons. He had a good game. He had a good game, that's right. Yeah. He had his that's game face on when he exactly. met you. Is he there any point in Steve Clark resting people who are on yellow cards because of this stupid thing? He's damned they? if he does... And down to yeah, I, no, it? you've got to go for it tonight. And seven uh, players, Ali O'Donnell, really Robinson, big players Ginn, as well. Adams, Hendry, Gilmore, Nisbet, all one yellow card away from get missing the World the Cup, and then all of them will be out for the first game. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous, isn't and it? The ridiculous thing is, we've played a game. Actually, we're in a six-team group, mm. so there's more chance to get a yellow. Of course, yeah, as, that's yeah. true. That's as a good Patterson point. did. On, yeah, uh, and he misses, on Friday night. Misses tonight, he misses tonight. tonight. Yeah, which yeah, is a miss. It's a mad system. You also, because um, c- you write an excellent TV column uh, in the Sun, you also mm. checked out some uh, Moldovan TV. I did. You saw Moldovan Judge Rinder, Rob Rinder. Yeah, every time I, I, you end up in a hotel room, I'm not switching this. I'm not switching that. Click. On yeah. it goes. <laughs> What's he got to? Flipping heck, it's Moldova's Judge Rinder, <laughs> who's a woman. Right. Incidentally, it looks like Lisa Minnelli in the sort of David Guest era. Right. Okay. There's a lot of crying, a lot of makeup running. Right. I couldn't tell you the narrative at all, but it didn't seem to end too well for one of them. Okay. Did you watch Moldovan Strictly? Do they have a bit of controversy They've about got the voting? Moldovan talent shows. Oh my word. Really? Yeah, that's an assault on the ears, that one. Really? There's a lot of folk dancing going on. Yeah. Wow. So is that their kind of, instead of sort of diversity in the dance group, they'll have just a folk dance has come on, which yeah. in many ways is our own modern-day folk in this country, <laughs> bringing it back to, uh, I to modern I was thinking about you on Saturday, though. You've got, you made a very good point in one of your columns recently about the people's reaction to Craig Revel Horwood when he judges. And it, he's the only one that actually judges in a really technical way. Yeah. And the, 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 crowd, the, 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 the crowd booing. The, yeah. They don't know anything about it. Have been to a pantomime before, Ed? Well, no, <laughs> Just ridiculous. the clues in that. He should be the last one to give his score as well, because you're getting 10 from all the rest of them. Yeah. But the, Mr Mean at the end, if he gives it nine, fantastic. Yeah. You know, you get the reaction. He gives it 10, the place will go berserk. Hmm. 
I mean, if you get a, if you get a nine from him, you've, you've arrived. You oh, yeah, a, well, he, you know, he gave a ten, didn't he, on, on Friday? Saturday. Well, they were oh, yeah. flying around. about that? Oh. Andy's become quite the big con. Oh, no, I'm into it now. He's totally into... Uh, <laughs> it's all right, yeah. I'm right. I mean, Dan Walker's a very, very good presenter, obviously, on uh-huh. the news, but I don't get why he's still in the competition. He's not a great dancer. He's like a wardrobe, really. No. <laughs> no disrespect, <laughs> thank, But there is Nadia. What? There is Nadia, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yes, that's very true. Right. So, um, you, you won't be out, obviously not at Hamden tonight. Unless I can't. You get a very I've got to write train. this wretched column instead. Bane <laughs> <laughs> of my life. I have to watch 20 hours of TV that yeah. I've missed while I've been away in oh, that's true. Moldova. Oh, of course. Yeah, As we yeah. were saying, the Danes are... Um, they were really upset. Michael, very upset about just letting a goal in the other day when they were comfortably winning. So They are very good. They will go. They they're, they're, take it seriously. Or not. They may yeah. rest a few, but I think... I think they've got a few... Missing Norgard, Damsgard. Yeah, quite a couple of the guards yeah. are missing. Lurpak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew you hadn't looked at the team sheet. The, well, they'll um, also be concerned if they've got any yellow cards, they'll, they'll rest yeah, those I think players. all teams will. Yeah, yeah that's very right. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be a ha- tricky game. Four no, teams teams with teams no are... jeopardy, really, which would be fantastic. It'll be a great atmosphere. It tonight. should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another sellout. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, just go for it. They're perfectly capable of winning that game. Done a good job, Steve Clark, don't you think? Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it started. He was trying to get the team to play his way in the first sort of half dozen games, and you yeah. thought, "What's going on here? Is this going to work out?" But yeah. they clearly they turn up for him, and they clearly enjoy being together. Yeah. So it's great. Um, but it's like Mark Pugac. He gave us a little wave. The, he, well, that's nice. That's a nice. He, well, he, he doesn't look like mm. Mark Pugac made the point. It's, it's a shame that Steve doesn't look like he's enjoying it a bit more. He's, maybe he's one of these men. Unless until you actually win the World Cup final, he refuses to smile. Yeah, but he, you know, he kind of he's very businesslike, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's not. He he's wouldn't smile if they won it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to work on your name dropping skills because you told us off air that you were with one of the players' dads and you haven't mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. entirely through the randomness of seating on an aircraft. We met Frank McTominay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Father of? Father of Scott. Yes, Is he yes. with Fred's dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Fred's dad sitting next Fred, to him. Fred. Fred has to phrase you. He has to go to every game with Scott. Yeah. What a lovely guy. Absolutely yeah. charming. We spent the best part of two days and talked about everything bar football, I think. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Movies, music. And, uh, yeah, no, he couldn't have been... Um, a more welcome companion. Excellent. Good. Well, I mean, well, love another fine trip with the Tartan Army, and they and they delivered for you with the result and some good football. Yeah, they? they did. I'm very happy. Yes. Uh, and the column, uh, it's out when? Just remind us. Uh, Friday, Friday. Yeah, I suppose. You know. Yeah. Better, better get back to it. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Pewter, not the curated gold maybe you hear on uh, the Christmas Eve show, uh, but this is just a random selection of clips from January 2007 the producer has uh, put together, and we haven't heard them. We're looking forward to hearing them for the first time since then, and uh, we begin with Alan Brazil getting on his soapbox. No, I agree, and tell you what, for gloves and vests and all that, no chance. You don't do it. Simple as that. If you don't, if you want to put gloves on, you want to wear tights on, get lost. Go and play Mallorca, right? Fair enough. Quite specific. <laughs> Quite specific. Alan wasn't having the tights and gloves, was he really? No, not really. This is a caller to Mike Parry having his say on England's disastrous 5-0 Ashes whitewash down under. Second of all, we haven't got the players. I don't agree. 
they've got players like Shane Warne. I mean, he's got more tricks than a monkey in a box. Yeah, and we've you got... Agree? I would if I knew what you meant. More tricks than a monkey in a box. Sure, that's quite restrictive from the monkey's point of view to perform tricks. And um, staying uh, with the cricket in Australia, this is a call to Ian Danter and Jason Cundy from our old mate Billy in Heidelberg. All right, Billy, are we duds? Are we are we duds after this cricket match? Bill, have you, Bill? Yeah. You give me a message to Tony Blair. Yeah. I want to send the boys home because it's too hot over here. Right. And I would like my beer, and I like some bacon and eggs. Right. And I don't like meat. Have we got enough mag callers of our own? What do we need to import them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Billy from Heidelberg was a bit of a fixture. We started to have simulcasts during the ashes, and Billy would phone up, wouldn't he, from... uh, from, And he would just say, you're dads. You're all dads. Dads. 5-0, you're dads. And we thought, we'll show him. And we lost 5-0. I don't think that was dance, either. I I think it was a bit... Anyway, uh, we move on. Um, What's next, Andy? (laughs) That's what people took away from that clip. Yeah. (laughs) Sticking with Jason Cundy, here he is having a chat with someone taking on an extreme food challenge. Uh, and Richard, have you um, come up with some kind of ingenious or certainly unique eating um, task? I mean, the hot dog and the mince pies seem quite normal, but are there any other foods that you're thinking about bringing into, such as fish? <laughs> What's not normal about fish? How many, how many fish can you eat? Wow, what a thought. Uh, back to Alan Brazil again on breakfast. <laughs> Joey Chestnut's living cods down. It could be. Uh, with crab claws they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Alan Brazil again on breakfast with Graham Beecroft. Right, uh, 25 minutes to uh, nine o'clock. God, where's the time gone? I can't believe I it. Flying. Where's it gone? Let's find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who have you got on? <laughs> Stephen Hawking joins us. Stephen, good morning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good clip. Yeah. Here's uh, Mike Perry now talking Liverpool. And even when, um, uh, by the way, what a heart that boy um, Cart's got. How do you pronounce his name? Carty. Cout. Uh, Cout. <laughs> Todd Carty was playing for <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Dirk Cart. Dirk Cart. Uh, this is John Gaunt on Mid Mornings kicking off his show. Oh eight seven oh four twenty twenty twenty. We're talking your rubbish. Well, fair enough. Well, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Don't be hard on yourself, John. What's next, Andy? It's late night presenter James Well now taking a call. Dorothy in Birmingham. Hi, Dorothy. Hello. Yes, Dorothy. Good night. <laughs> and Igor Monachev as it's known that in was, the trade um, <laughs> hello uh, th- th- that was Peter Sellers wasn't it, it wasn't Dorothy this is uh, Mike Parry with a clarification I can confirm uh, answering the question I asked myself earlier where is the lean tower of pizza it is in fact in pizza <laughs> pizza <laughs> Who's ever called leaning, all you can eat leaning tower of pizza? <laughs> Who's ever called pizza pizza? Mike Parry on numerous occasions. <laughs> it's What's incredible. next? Here's racing presenter Derek Tomo Thompson on breakfast, remembering where he was when Elvis died. Actually, I tell you, I remember where I was when when he died. I'll never forget it. You know that that moment in time which, yeah. when it stops, Mike. And uh, yeah. I remember a mate, mate of mine who who is now my boss on Channel Four. We're having a party at my house, and he, he sort of stayed late, if, as you do on a Saturday night, you mm. know, in the green room. And he arrived, and the first thing he said was, "Oh, this president's dead." And we said, "What? What? What?" And, uh, and anyway, it, it takes me back. Let's bring it up today. Wolverhampton today. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> bit of a gear change. That's what he would have wanted. What the Elvis. king, king would have wanted. <laughs> Wanted, yeah, update on the all weather. Um, back to the calls again now. Yeah, um, Mike, I, I don't wish to ca- cast nasturtiums 
upon your guests and all the rest of it. Casting nasturtions? <laughs> oh, you'll be doing that. You shouldn't be picking them. <laughs> one last one from Mr Parry, giving out a web address. Now we suggest you log on to www.hmrc, as in Her Majesty's RC. <laughs> is she? He's just—he's shameless, isn't he? He just anyway. Ian Danton now, possibly the real. I thought was uh, that was Rodri Williams. I think that one earlier on. It's oh, been okay. it's come back to me now. Uh, Ian Danton now, possibly at the end of the show, and handing over to Mickey Quinn. Now you're in with Mr. Tanzen yes. for the game this afternoon. New York honours list. We're going to discuss. Oh, the New York honours <laughs> list. New York honours. Wonder who's got that one. Fantastic. Congratulations <laughs> to them. And finally, Andy. And finally, it's Big Adam with a bit of a film review. Unbelievable. Last night, I bet you got to bed, nine o'clock, flicking through the Sky Channels, banged on this film, The Manchurian Candidate, with Denzel Washington about the US Army. Uh, they, 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 get, they get caught in a firefight on Desert Storm, Kuwait, before it all kicked off. And uh, by all accounts, there's something wrong. People were having bad dreams. Anyway... It turns out this Mancurian candidate was, uh, this was like uh, a scientific experiment from a drugs company and they brainwashed this platoon, right? They, they brainwashed them all and they're suddenly going missing. And one of the platoon was meant to be a, a war hero. Uh, Shaw, I think they called him. He was meant to be a, a war hero when in fact he was hated by the rest of the platoon. But they were having blackouts and, and they were doing funny drawings. And as it turned out, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, um, a project Basically, to get this guy in the White House, his mother was a senator and his father uh, was a senator who had died, and they were going to try and make him uh, the president of them at the, the United States. Now, by the way, this is not a new film, but I hadn't seen it before. But lo and behold, during the film, I couldn't believe it, Denzel Washington is pictured in in Times Square in New York, and, and it went right above his head, and there it was, the old pot noodle, the cup of noodles, instant noodles. And it was on there for about a second, I thought, well, I'll be damned, that's strange. It was weird. I, t- I looked around and I thought, hello, do 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 do. 19 minutes for that. We're just getting some breaking news. Mark Kermode has retired. He's got nowhere to go after that. It's uh, It was an exhaust. If I was planning to watch that film, there's no real need. No, no. Denzel was on the New York Honours list. He was. He completely, he completely deserved it. So there we are. Some old clips from uh, 2007. Hope you enjoyed those. We'll have a fresh batch for you later on in the week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> Now, it's, we've heard about this before. When a, a, a team in any sport are on a good run, a player's on a good run, there's certain sort of touchstones, certain things that they, they do have the same routines and use the same stuff and yeah. wear the same kit. And uh, that has been uh, the case in a very fine run in uh, League and Cup for St Albans City. We saw them on the box, didn't we? Um, yeah. In their, their big win in the, uh, in the FA Cup against uh, Forest Green. And goalkeeper Michael Johnson uh, has a, an Inter Milan towel that has been very mm. lucky for him on this run. But in all the mayhem of Forest Green, it went missing. And as they head into league football tomorrow night and, of course, the Cup in a couple of weeks, he'd like to get it back and he joins us now. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, good, thank you. Now, what? so did you have it hanging up in the goal? I leave it on the floor with, with a bottle of water, usually. That's the usual usual routine for me. Right. I'll give you my towel, goalkeeping towel theory at the end. We'll of come this. back to that. <laughs> Andy's got a theory about it. You're, you're right to put it on the floor. So yeah, what happened? Right. Everybody went bonkers at the end of the game, and you obviously went off to a teammate and went to retrieve your stuff, and it had gone. Yeah. 
yeah, basically, I'd, I'd headed back in towards the changing room, um, and it kind of just clicked into my head that I'd left it out there. So I went jogging back out. Yeah, went over to the goal, and it was nowhere to be seen. Oh. Have you looked at the footage and sort of seen anybody grab yeah, it's it? Not, we had all the BBC cameras there, didn't That's true. <laughs> yeah, we did, but um, I've not seen any of the footage from behind the goal after the game. Um, yeah. I've seen the highlights, so... Um, there's been no possible way of, of seeing who could have taken it. Yeah, I mean the thing is, uh, to be fair to whoever did take it, just lying there in the net, it's they probably just didn't think anything of it. It's a little memento of the day. It's not like you know, I, I, you should, they maybe shouldn't have taken it, but it's not that bad. So you can kind of understand in in the moment, very excited as an Auburn's fan picking it up. Oh, I don't know exactly the same thing. I've got mm. to be honest. There's no there's no bad feels or anything. It's just one of those things you want a souvenir to take away from. Something that's very memorable for yeah. for a lot of people, and yeah, just one of them things. Now, but they're in this situation now. Whoever has got it mm. um, is that it could affect the team's form. So the last thing they're going to want to do is that. So ideally, if they're listening and they have got it, you're not going to judge anybody. And in fact, if they do bring it back, there'll be a little reward for them. Yeah, exactly. That. Um, obviously, I know that it's getting a bit of public attraction so if they felt that they wanted to return it and they didn't want to do it publicly they can message me or the club privately and and in return they'll get a signed pair of gloves and match worn boots from that game so oh, that's, oh, nice. that's nice i think what is it i mean what is it where did this towel yeah, come from I was ask, yeah, yeah i mean yeah what did you get it from uh, genuinely i found it in lost property i think um <laughs> <laughs> It was um, at my old club, but I actually think I was, I was on holiday with my friends on a, bit, on a bit of a lads' holiday in the summer, and um, I just found it. I didn't, I didn't take a towel with me, so I found that and just took it home with me. Um, and we lost our first two games of the season, letting in like six goals, which was wasn't really wasn't really, didn't really happen to us uh, last season and a half. So I thought, all oh, right, I've got to change something. So looking through my drawer, and, and there's a towel. So I thought, right, well, let me start taking this and. 15 unbeaten in all comps since it's, it's wow. worked out well. Yeah. So Probably belonged to Handanovic. He's, he's, he's on yeah. it. He's on it. Italian <laughs> talks. going, where's Mattel? That's right. He, is. he just yeah, he says, I want it back. Some bloke's nicked it out of lost property. <laughs> I'd take Mattel and I'll be talented if I could, please. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, you're playing tomorrow night, aren't you? So, ideally, you don't want to go into that without the towel. It, it would be ideal to have it for that. Yeah, it's quite a big game. Um, obviously, playing Dutch and Hamlet are flying at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah it's a very big game and I've had a couple of players message me saying that you need to get your towel back for tomorrow already so mm. it would have you, had any, have you had any whispers did any other fans say oh, I think X has got it have you had anything to follow up no not a thing I'll tell you what one of, one of my friends from my old team Hitchin has made a fake towel account on Twitter mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brilliant what are, I mean what are the, the, the um, what, what, you know what's the gaffer said what's Ian said because he was on with us this time last week talking about the game I mean is he, is he can he understand as an ex-player obviously he can understand the psyche of someone uh, having something that's been lucky for them and wanting to get it back yeah I think I think him and the players like, all together have, have poked fun at it and had a laugh but also I think we're quite serious in the fact that we know that it is a bit of fun and, and although it might mean something little in terms of luck and, and good feelings we know we're a very good team and if we just turn up and play the way we have done last 15 games towel or no towel we'll, we'll do well most of the time oh yeah absolutely yeah. now my theory is yeah. uh, Michael that basically you'll often see this that a goalkeeper will hang the towel in the what I call the angle I don't know what's the, what's the true yeah, like the side 
yeah. side netting. Mm. And as a forward, you're going through and you, you, you look up and you see the towel. You often see a goal when the ball hits the towel. I've, I've, I've noticed yeah. it over the years. And I'm thinking, mm. don't put the towel there. It gives the forward something to aim at, which is hard for the goalkeeper to save. You know what? You know what? It's exactly what I thought. There's two reasons why, why keepers do that. One is obviously to keep it off the floor so that it doesn't get wet. But yeah. my feeling, oh, if it's raining, it's going to get wet on the floor anyway. So it makes no odds. And then, as you said, the second reason I don't put it there is because it's something to aim for, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was all 1% in football. It was all 1%, and that's one sure. of them. Yeah, I mean, if you get right through the FA Cup and then get AC Milan in Europe... Yeah, they're going to be aiming for that towel, aren't they? Stan, see if you do once you do get it back. I don't think that's going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just very uh, quickly, uh, next round of the cup, Boreham Wood. You probably would have liked a team a bit further up the sporting food chain, but you know they're a, they're a good side, they're a conference side, so it's going to be tough, isn't it? It is going to be tough. They're top of their league, um, mm. just like being on top of there. But the way we're playing at the moment, we've got absolutely nothing to fear, nothing to lose going into it. Um, Another game of being underdogs, but we'll take quite a big following of us to their ground. Um, and we'll give it our best go. Um, obviously, yeah. we've got important league games first, which I'm sure the gaffer would want me to say. Um, mm. But we go into every game wanting to win, and that will be no different. So, any St Albans fan out there? might have been. I, I tell you, it was a St Albans fan, not a Forest Green. That'd be a bit mad. But St Albans fan, no one's going to judge you. Get the towel back to Michael. You don't want to affect their cup run. Uh, or they're you know, just get in touch with him, or get in touch with us, or with the club, and get it back to him. So we'll, yeah, we'll fingers crossed. Uh, we've put the word out there, and you can get that sorted. Cheers, Michael. All the best. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. There we are, Michael Johnson, there, the St Albans City goalkeeper. Unfortunately, we ran out of time that I didn't have to mention the nudist camp in St Albans. That I yeah, used to go to. Andy, uh, as a, <laughs> when you were ten years old, it's, Between... it's still there. Naturist, uh, lovely, yeah, some lovely there. pictures of. Um, it's still at Spielplatz. Spielplatz, yeah. It's Andy still there, used to yeah. go there. It's, I mean, imagine going. I didn't uh, want to go to a sort of naturist place. Um, <laughs> At ten, I mean that—that's that's. that's, that's I, I gave up when I was about thirteen for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. I were carting that guitar around with you, but um, it's still there. And there's some lovely pictures on their website. We looked at from everybody in the bar. Yeah. And it did strike me uh, being in the pub, and it looks like a normal pub except everybody's naked, as, yeah. as you can well, imagine. It would be, it? And yeah. it, the, the, the bizarre conversations you said, and we'll have a couple of packets of cheese and onion as well, Joan, if that's all right. Must be quite weird, but it's a beautiful thing, I'm no, sure. No, a lot of people. And what did you find it very exhilarating, Andy? I, I, I can't say I did really. No, okay, I'm a bit self-conscious. Or well, maybe they'll have you back. Maybe you get free pass for the day. <laughs> we must do a show from there. Oh, no. <laughs> we better move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. So if, yeah. they were, if they did get back in touch and said, day pass, would you go? No. Okay, just for old time's sake. <laughs> no. Just have a look round. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. What a See if thought. it's changed much. <laughs> no, I'll pass. Okay, fair enough. Um, Andy's back on Wednesday. Charlie Baker. They won't be, be great for football shirt Friday. They right? won't. That's going to make it quite difficult. <laughs> That's it. Shirts and skins. That's where it'll be. Uh, but yeah, Charlie with me tomorrow. Andy back on Wednesday. If you can join us from one great, if not, podcast available round at four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.